rescue op, save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? Jurassic World one minute time. I'm Brad. And I'm Dave. And here we are back to discuss minute 65 of Fallen Kingdom. An adventure 65 million years in the making, some would say. Uh, bef- <laughs> Before we get to that, just briefly heading over to Jurassic-pedia.com. We've got an article up here about the the late, great Jimmy Buffett, obviously uh, passing away late last year. A bit of backstory here on his, his uh, role in Jurassic World as that uh, cameo. Um, the... Fictitious uh, Margaritaville location, prominently displayed in uh, the main the main compound of Isanuba there that we see Main Street, and and uh, him being a close friend of Frank Marshall, which obviously got him onto the uh, onto the film. Just just a brief one, Dave, but uh, we do talk yeah. about uh, some of the real off characters on here as well, not just the uh, mm-hmm. the uh, made up one, <laughs> the the created ones. <laughs> <laughs> This one's just a kind of a short one. Um, we could probably expand it a bit some, but we're not Wikipedia, we're Jurassicpedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any need for his filmography or uh, all that there, just just the facts with his involvement mm. in the, in Jurassic. Mm. So uh, head over to Jurassic-pedia.com to check out that article and many more. She's going to be okay. <laughs> Dave, ready to continue on into Minute 65 of Fallen Kingdom? Yeah. Alright. Uh, minute 65 opens with Zia trying to find the bullets and ends with Wu complaining to Mills. Uh, continuing into 65, Zia's digging around looking for uh, that bullet that devastated Blue. Odd here, it seems to be on the upper thigh area. Does that look like the area to you? Yeah, that's where I've always assumed it was in was the upper thigh area like it, like kind of like close to the hip somewhere yeah but thinking back to when she was shot she was on top of the mercenary mm-hmm. unless well, someone he... else kept someone else fired the shot and not him no from what i think happened is that the mercenary was laying under blue's claws and he pulls his gun from his waist to shoot but before he can get the barrel up he just kind of shoots at the thigh oh, okay yep yep and his arm would be out a little bit too yeah no that's all right well i i think it's more <clears throat> of it's a frontal entry wound than anything yeah yep like it entered from the front of the leg not from the side we do get a couple of times here where we cut back to Owen and Baby Blue, uh, and we get a good look at that falconer's gauntlet and the scratches and cuts into it. Uh, we we did mention back when uh, when we were talking uh, Jurassic World <laughs> with that those gauntlets hanging above the 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 animal containment cages, I suppose you can call them, and just uh, mm. wanted to see what that was all about. And sort of we here we did we get got a couple of minutes ago with Delta and now. Uh, here with uh, baby blue as well not not grabbing onto it but uh it 
originally earlier on in her life, she probably did put a couple of those big scratches in that glove. You know, that Cortland. <laughs> One of them did. Yeah. Um, I don't you know. also get this close-up okay. shot of Blue's eye, and she sheds a tear. Now, <laughs> I was just that's something that kind of bothers me because it's kind of overly mammalian. Yes, reptiles can actually cry, but it's not crying because we, uh, the same way we think of it, it's crying because it's a way for them to uh, shed excess salts in their body because they don't sweat like we do. Mm. So they they uh, get rid of salt through waste and through crying, basically. Whereas mammals, it's... You, you say crying, but it's the act of lubricating the eyes to if if there's anything in it. You know, if if you get something in your eye, it'll water really bad to. Uh, and for some reason, that same thing happens when we cry as well. <laughs> Whatever. Well, when we cry, well, crying is for human for people is is literally it's glandular. It's it's a buildup of emotional signals in our brain that is just literally too much for our brains to process and so we let it out through crying it's a literal emotional outlet for us but i don't think the same would he would it be able to apply to dinosaurs <laughs> even, even one as smart as blue <laughs> no and well yes our eyes leak while we cry they also leak while we uh while we're crying for immense joy like Watching the Lost World trailer, for instance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's emotion. It's an overwhelming buildup of emotion is what causes it, and it's just so much signals going on in the brain that it requires an outlet, and that's the outlet. Mm. So I mean, you, you could be cry crying because you're angry, crying because you're happy, crying because you're sad. It's just any, literally any emotion could trigger it. So here we have the blue lying down. Uh, they obviously want to make her uh, emotion, show emotion like this. Mm -hmm. Is she, oh, that's hurting my leg, crying. Uh, Owen's here helping me get through this, crying. Uh, these people care for me, crying. Uh... I think it's the pain. <laughs> What's meant to be causing is you're supposed to be connecting her with her expression of pain. But again, it's... I don't think it works like that in reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> and granted, Zia is moving those forceps around, like digging, digging in there. <clears throat> even I can imagine around. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine even with uh, tranquilizers or local anesthetics, if if she's got any of that. Um, although we do we do know Blue had been partly drugged from an earlier minute. Um, you're still gonna feel <laughs> you're still gonna feel that. I've I've never had. Uh, cut stitched up or anything like that but even with a uh, local anesthetic i'm sure you still feel the tugging of the needle uh, going through your skin to stitch up <laughs> stitch up a cut or anything like that but and this is a lot deeper than that uh and as we said last minute you got a whole team of anim uh, puppeteers under the table here controlling her one of them's down there with a little uh a syringe or something that has a tear duct <laughs> so, plumbed into it just so he can be uh Tier Man One, <laughs> whatever under there. Probably, probably like one of those little uh, pumps. I think they call them squibs or something like that. It's literally just like um, if you're if you ever had one of those Halloween costumes with the um, 
pumps that comes that go runs up the sleeve and it squirts blood through the <laughs> mask or the body thing. It's basically that, but for but with um, movie set, you know. Mm. <laughs> and also too, as I mentioned last minute, it is a good little blend uh, with the animatronic here. That that eyeball moving around and the side of Blue's head as well. It does look great. Um, and then after some time, uh, she pulls it out, uh, and we get the ding of the bullet dropping in the steel tray. And uh, one of the biggest uh, movie tropes ever of uh, the doctor slash nurse telling someone that the patient's going to be okay. She pulls the bullet out and drops it, and just says she's going to be okay. There's there's no <laughs> stitching the wound up. There's no checking vitals. There's no, she's going to be okay. And of course, we get the uplifting music and score. As uh, everyone pretty much laughs and jumps for joy <laughs> at the news. It's, I, I hate this trope in films, and I, I did not need to see it in this film. <laughs> Interestingly, though, when you actually pull out a bullet, there's a tendency, and this doesn't happen with all bullets, it's not something that's universal, but with some bullets, especially smaller caliber ones, when they hit the body, the impact of them hitting the surface causes them to shatter and splinter like of course yes you can have them still remain solid it's happened like i said this is not a general rule but it's kind of on the lucky side that they only had to have one shard of metal to pull out versus a hundred well yeah you're talking about hollow points that the different type of munitions you can get for an operation like this, it was a sidearm, like it was a, a bread and eye mill or something that he fired. You're probably going to want hollow points, just even in the small caliber stuff, because if it comes push comes to shove, you want to try and inflict as much damage as you can uh, mm-hmm. on the animals you're going against, especially when they know there's carnivores on the island. It's the whole reason they have the whole camp fenced off and everything else. So yeah, you would ex- you would expect that they're all carrying hollow point ammunition especially for the small arms <laughs> anyway, so... I thought he pulled out a 1911. I couldn't remember yeah. what he pulled out. Oh, okay. But again, that's just that movie trope of just pulling mm-hmm. a, a full bullet out. I'm sure there's even been movies or TV where the, the shell's been still attached to it. <laughs> just, they just pull out this, this bullet covered in red, red sauce um, or ketchup to... Uh, <laughs> to show that uh, the bullet's been retrieved. Mm-hmm. And even a lot of times, too, when bullets go in, sometimes they will, uh, the way they lodge in, they'll block an artery or something, and when you pull that bullet out, it sort of blood pressure drops, and although, again, that's sort of watching medical shows and stuff. So, And we are not operating on a person here. We are operating on a raptor, so... Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah... Even though we did get the squirt of blood earlier into Franklin's face, there doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, a lot of blood <laughs> coming out of blue here. Oh, that that's good. But like you said, it could be blood pressure drop. They don't have any kind of electrical machinery keeping tabs on that. They just kind of got to pull the bullet out and hope for the best. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd understand if that's why she's still wearing the watch so she can check Blue's pulse, but. I don't know if that works with reptiles. I, don't, or, yeah. I would imagine it, the pulse would work, but it has to be on blue, not on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we cut back to the lab as Owen ends his log with a, a big line. Uh, blue's the key. You have blue. 
you get these raptors to do anything, which is exactly what Mills and mm-hmm. May, uh, Mills and uh, Lock, uh, Wu are trying to do here, because uh, Maze is suddenly interrupted by Wu and Mills entering the lab, arguing at each other. Wu tells Mills that uh, if he's sure Blues to, will live, and Mills responds, uh, if it dies, we have blood samples, which they should have DNA samples from <laughs> New Blar anyway when Wu packed up and left, but uh, that's a discussion for another time. Uh, Wu protests, no, no, that's not good enough. If the raptor... Uh, the raptor is a behavioural specimen. We need her in good health. Uh, I didn't shoot the damn thing, Mills said. Uh, what do you want me to do? And uh, Wu's back at him. You haven't got the faintest uh, comprehension of what I'm doing here, which is where the uh, the minute ends. So we're going to get a lot more of this fight. Mm-hmm. Next. Next minute. Just looked online. It look, It is a 9mm. Okay. It looks like they... Um... Internet Movie Gun Database uh, <laughs> IDs as a six-hour nine-millimeter. Oh, yeah, not a Beretta. Yep. And even just from personal use, hollow points don't cost any much, and it will no different to different sort of subsonics or other type of ammunition as well, here at least. So it's not a cost, cost-cutting thing by the expedition not to have hollow points. So it might just come down to the end of the day, the, the mercenaries' personal personal preference if they want uh, they might have their own supply their own sort of ammunition for uh, for the operation so mm-hmm. but I think that's it for minute 65 Dave how about we get out of here for the week sounds good 